What's up and welcome to the DualSense Podcast. This is episode 130. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason. I'm joined as always by your other co-host who hit his head on the keyboard today on Zencaster. He, uh, so he has no intelligible nickname, but he goes by Travis. It's his given name. Travis, how are you? I'm fine. My name today is Kit. Kit Cat ran across keyboard. <laughs> yes, it sure is. It certainly is. So uh, we're we're recording quickly. We're coming in hot today. I just got home from work. Uh, I made a piss poor cup of coffee, and uh, <laughs> here we are. Where where are you going for dinner? I don't know yet. Who knows? Probably Mexican. That's what happens when nobody makes a plan. Yeah. Well, that sounds good though. That's a good I default. Guess. Hey, I went to a good restaurant last night. It was like a little dive bar. They had a a burger called a, the Anderson Cooper. Do you want to oh. guess why it was called the Anderson Cooper? Anderson uh, Cooper cheese was the highlight. Oh, is it because he owns the place or? No, no. Oh, okay. It's because the cheese was white and rich. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was actually pretty <laughs> good. Always... They had like a, a bacon jam on it. Mm, that sounds lovely. That was not in this town. There's no shot. No, that was that was not. It was in the city. So anyway, back to our yeah. uh, food critic podcast. Mm. Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, anyway, Travis, we are a weekly podcast where you and I get together each and every week, and we discuss all of the news, rumors, new game releases, and much more in the world of PlayStation. We do it all in under 90 minutes, of course, and we post new episodes on Mondays on the usual podcast services from around the globe, as well as YouTube, where we also share gameplay videos and clips as well. We're also on social media. If you would like to find us and chat PlayStation with us, we would very much love to hear from you. We're on Twitter, which is our mainstay. We go by at the DualSense pod, but we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, uh, we share virtual photography typically, as well as pimping out the episodes, of course. And uh, we're also, we also have a blog. It's called the DualSense podcast.wordpress.com. You can get the shows each week there as well. In addition to show notes, our photos, our short bios, all of the above. So you can just pick your poison and uh, find us and let's chat. We're, we're moving in a hurry here and I kind of like it. So without further ado, let's jump into a decent week of news, starting with number one. PlayStation Studios suffered a rare and major leak this week as an unannounced game based on a new IP leaked online. The project is a sci-fi third-person shooter RPG being developed on Unreal Engine 5. A brief clip of extremely early of an extremely early build of the game also surfaced on, alongside the leak and showed a man with a rifle looking out over an alien world as a giant creature crawls up a structure. Prominent leaker Dusk Gollum stated that the footage out in the wild is indeed from an early build of the title and that he has seen, quote-unquote, a lot more of the game, which he referred to as codename Ooze. Ooze is believed to be a second-party project in development at a European studio in collaboration with Sony XDev, otherwise known as External Development. To that end, reports surfaced after the leak that perhaps People Can Fly are heading the project, as they are known to be working on a project by the codename of Red. And apparently there is a red watermark seen somewhere in the leaked footage, although that is entirely speculation at this point, but certainly could check out. So what do you think about what is a... Pretty good leak for for you know a typically tight ship uh, PlayStation first of all, and then the fact that it looks to uh, to be a some type of sci fi third person shooter thing. I mean, I think it's a decent idea. Like, I think the game could be cool. Like theoretically, yeah. what we what we've seen, it looked interesting. Yeah, you know, I told you the footage looked like it was from Unreal Engine three. <laughs> yeah, I know it's an early build. It's just funny to me how like, even the GTA screens we saw, you know, they were early builds alpha stage, and it still <laughs> still looked. It just looks so rough. I don't know. I don't know how any True. of the rendering works, but in my head, it's just it should already be better. Um, first of all, Dusk Gollum is hilarious. That's a hilarious name. But the interesting part to me is one that it came out. But I'm always I always want to know who or why. Like PlayStation's so tight, and when we've had leaks before, it almost seemed like they leaked them on purpose. So mm. let's say that's the case hypothetically. Let's go on that. Why, like? Do they need confirmation? Everybody in the world thinks PlayStation needs their own sort of shoot or something. Preferably FPS, but you can see why they would do a third person, I think, because they've had success with third persons in the past. So, you know, maybe there's a lineage there they like to tap into. But yeah, it's, it's just kind of odd to me. The whole thing was surprising. Like when you sent it to me, I thought, I almost thought it was like 
a canceled game that that's that was from you know 20 2015 or something something that they had gotten rid of but anyway this is just more more speculation hopefully this goes better than whatever the one was last time where we thought it was kojima but it was just a guy with a twitter account (laughs) yelling about nothing but Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how they got people could fly tied to this um the red thing i don't know what they're talking about i watched the footage a couple times and don't remember seeing anything any kind of watermark so (laughs) yeah i don't know i'd have to like i'd have to pause it and go frame by frame or something i I didn't notice anything so but anyway i don't like the name ooze we can get rid of that but i mean i'm glad to see that there's at least some sort of shooter coming for playstation so yeah the fact that this is allegedly people can fly if it is them it's definitely more of a shooter i would say and less of an rpg would be my gut reaction to that because they are the people who I think did like, um, I think they did Evil West, which just came out, and they've done some other stuff like, uh, I think they're the team behind Bulletstorm. So they do like these, um, I think that's the same team, and they do like these kind of cover-based or like really kind of like, I guess, over-the-top shooters typically. So that'll be interesting to see, you know, what type of game this is exactly. If it does have more RPG elements, I think that's pretty cool. And Really, we, you know, there's been conversation in the past about how Sony, meaning PlayStation, needs this like truly, like they, they like truly need like an RPG, like a Skyrim, you know, or Dragon Age, something like that. That's not really something that they have in the repertoire right now. And this doesn't sound like that, but maybe it's closer. Maybe it's like a Mass Effect type of thing. So mm, that could yeah. potentially be cool. Um, so we'll just have to see. Uh, it's pretty interesting that this leaked in the first place. I think that. If this was a proper like first party PlayStation Studios game, there would be no shot that this leaks, but <laughs> that it's you know, you've got this second party team that's outside of Sony. Uh that's you know, where the leak comes from, obviously, somewhere uh in the ether there. So that that's not totally shocking, I guess, when you think about it that way. But you just these are just things you don't typically see uh anymore out of PlayStation in terms of leaks of unannounced games. So it's exciting to say the least. And you know, I hope it pans out to be good. People can fly, make, um, oh, you know what they just recently made? I'm, I'm almost certain is, um, gosh, the Outriders, uh, Outriders game, which probably is most comparable. Let me look it up real quick. Outriders. I think they made that game for Square Enix, if I remember. Or is it Wiki? Yeah, it was made by People Can Fly. So they did Outriders. So that, that bodes pretty well, mm-hmm. I think, for what, they're, for, for what this could be. So that's exciting. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Maybe it gets revealed this year. Number two, ahead of the premiere of HBO's The Last of Us television series, Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann, Dr. Uckman, has been doing a media blitz to promote the series, which is getting great reviews, by the way. As part of that, he did an interview with Gene Park of the Washington Post in which he shared a couple of interesting insights into the PlayStation studio. For starters, Druckmann shared that he would like to see Naughty Dog focus less on traditional storytelling in future projects, pointing to recent titles like Elden Ring and Inside, saying, quote, I'm more recently intrigued by stuff like Elden Ring and Inside that don't rely as much on traditional narratives to tell a story. I think some of the best storytelling in The Last of Us, yes, a lot of it is in cinematics, but a lot of it is in the gameplay and moving around a space and understanding a history of a space by just looking at it and examining it. To me, that right now is some of the best joy I get out of games. Those that trust their audience to figure out th- to figure things out that don't hold their hand. That's the stuff I'm really intrigued by going forward. End quote. In a separate interview with comicbook.com, Druckmann said that announcing their games too early had previously put the studio in a bind and contributed to work-life balance issues, suggesting that Naughty Dog will reveal their next game much closer to release than before. For context, Uncharted 4 was announced in November of 2013 and released in May of 2016, while The Last of Us Part 2 was announced December of, in December of 2016 and released in June of 2020 after two delays. In terms of what that means for their next projects, he said, quote, So there's our multiplayer project, meaning The Last of Us, and there's another project that I will not say anything about that's beyond that that we're also very much excited for, end quote. Okay. So does anything stand out to you here about what he had to say? Is he really a doctor? No, I was just joking. Oh. I was breaking up his last name. On Twitter, I think he used to go by Dr. Uckman oh, because of his be last cool. name. Yeah, like Dr. Acula. Yeah, so they might be the best storytelling group we have or studio that we have. So to kind of move away from that is interesting. Mm-hmm. So my, my, my guess would be 
we know the multiplayer then this other third big game or the second big game i would say those will be normal like what you'd expect out of them but i think that the next game that they're developing he might try to move more towards the environment and the space storytelling like he was talking about but it makes right. sense to me that he's intrigued by that because he's been living in this narrative storytelling world for so long now they're making you know movies and tvs which are very narrative driven mm-hmm. so that makes sense he kind of want to move away from that and I'm sure he's enjoying those types of games without this narrative-driven base because it's different from what he's doing, so it's new to him. So my guess would be that'll be a little bit down the road. Now, as far as not announcing things, you know, I do like that because at that point, you know, nobody knows there's a leak if you don't set a date. So, Mm -hmm. or I mean a a delay. So if you, you know, if you wait as long as you can and maybe, maybe there's some rumors going around, but you don't actually announce anything until like, six months before and really limit the ability to a delay to maybe one chance right before it goes gold that might be advantageous to them and it kind of seems like that we're we're rebounding a bit away from you know these studios being driven by outside pressures it seems like he seems to have figured out a little bit of a way to keep the work-life balance because they don't have to hold themselves to these dates they had before that they they put into the ether three years early right Mm -hmm. so between that and, you know, people probably want him just to keep making the same games he's making. We're kind of moving away from catering to the outside pressures, which I, I do like that in general. Sure. A couple thoughts about this. First of all, I am intrigued by his idea of what storytelling could be like in this regard in terms of that Elden Ring or inside approach. You know, it's with a game that was ex- as successful as Elden Ring and to a lesser extent inside, it's pretty inevitable that people start to mimic what Elden Ring did well in games going forward. Like just like how Dark Souls and Demon Souls were, were, were so big. And then we just have all these games now that are, it's a whole genre subgenre, basically, you know, it's a Soulsborne game. So, you know, we're going to see a lot of things aped from Elden Ring is what I'm trying to say as we move forward. And that could be interesting in a, in a naughty dog game, potentially the last of us. But I wonder if his comments and his thoughts are, potentially in reference to the multiplayer game because when you think about a live service multiplayer game like the last of us you know they've said there's going to be storytelling but it's not a single player game so you can't have storytelling in the traditional sense i wouldn't think if it's you know an open world single player game Mm -hmm. uh, you know in terms of like cut scenes and set pieces and whatnot like you can have some of that stuff you know but i wonder if they're leaning more and toward the towards the environmental storytelling and the things that he was describing for that game so instead of all of that or so many set pieces and whatnot you have more of like oh you come across you know a room where a family was like murder this is very dark but like there's like a murder suicide Uh or something like that because they didn't want to become zombies or whatever and you know like stuff like that and basically let us figure out what was going on and then you find a note on the floor they already do that a lot in the last of us anyway so I, i think i understand what he's trying to say so that is interesting the other thing is that I'm all for announcing games like six months before they're ready to come out. Big fan of that. You know, just give announce it five, six months before it's going to release and put the thing out. Very rarely do games get, I won't say rarely, but not often do big games from big studios get delayed within six months, especially from PlayStation when they're announced, you know, with, with that short of time frame. Now, it does happen to other games. It happens to third parties a lot. It happens to smaller studios, of course. But I'm if if this is the way PlayStation wants to go in general, and more specifically Naughty Dog, if they want if they don't want to announce The Last of Us Part Three until like February, you know, of the year it comes out, and it comes out that summer, then cool, that's fine by me. Yeah, I'm all for a shorter marketing cycle for these games anyway, because eventually, if you see too much, then you get burnt out, and you don't. There's not as much hype around right. it, so totally fine with that totally fine with that it makes perfect sense to me I, we, you know we've been talking about how there are these rumors of them making the last of us part three Druckmann said a week ago or two weeks ago now that there's more story to tell etc so i think it's pretty obvious they're making the last of us part three but like you and i have talked about on the show i actually think naughty dog's making three games the multiplayer game the last of us part three and a new ip i i think that is is in development as well so uh, I'm interested to see what all is going on over there. Number three, French publisher Ubisoft appears to be in big trouble, Travis. 
the extent of which is not fully known after they announced this week that the company is, quote, facing major challenges as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles that can reach players across the globe, across platforms and business models, end quote. The publisher has tried to adapt to this model but has failed to yield any success, adding, quote, However, the games from this investment phase have yet to be released, while our recent launches have not performed as well as expected, end quote. As such, Ubisoft revealed that they have canceled three unannounced games, which is in addition to the four they canceled last summer, and they've also delayed upcoming open-world pirate game Skull and Bones for a staggering sixth time. It was most recently scheduled to release this coming March, but is now said to be planned for the early part of the company's 2023-24 fiscal year, which runs from April 2023 through March of 2024. Assassin's Creed Mirage and Avatar Frontiers of Pandora will join Skull and Bones as major releases in the upcoming fiscal year. Elsewhere, insider Jeff Grubb claimed that Ubisoft has been unsuccessfully shopping itself around for a potential merger or acquisition. Grubb stated on Twitter, quote, Ubisoft definitely already did the rounds proposing acquisitions and mergers with other similar companies, and it mostly got laughed at. It's just too unwieldy, and its strength was its distributed development structure, and now that is an albatross. End quote. What do you think? You think uh, Ubisoft is long for this world? Thank good for them. What's a Ubisoft? What's it? Okay, besides Assassin's Creed, what's a Ubisoft game I like? The Division. Ah, the Division. Fuck the Division. Um, yeah. See, hey, look, nothing about the Heartlands again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, <laughs> of course. You know, I sent you. I think one of us sent this in the group chat, and John was like, "Stop making mid games." So it's like exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I understand what they're saying, right? There's these mega brands, uh, games that can reach reach across the globe with mul- you know multiple platforms, but like, if you make a good mm. game, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And we know we've seen that with Splitgate. You know, that's an independent game, right? What about um, Hell Let Loose or fuck was Fortnite a big thing when it first came out? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of stupid. Make a good game is is where I would start with them. Them canceling sure. games, I think a lot of studios are going to end up doing that sooner than later, maybe more quietly. Mm-hmm. But you can't release a bunch of mid level games with a business model that doesn't seem to be working and then expect somebody to want to merge with you. Like that's kind of ridiculous. That's not really how business works. So do you think that they're going to cancel games because of like inflation and the economy and everything? Yeah. Like it's just too much. Yeah. Like they're going to have to narrow in their, their, mm. their focus really. I mean, you can't just, unless you're, unless you're a company that's just gigantic, you can't really, I don't know. I just think studios should focus on one game at a time anyway. Like why are we rolling out 25 different games? Um, and you can't yeah, make any fair. of them that are good. That's just that's just stupid to me. Well, that's a fair point, yeah. But I, I do think that a smaller Assassin's Creed could really help them right the ship and at the very least help them buoy and kind of plateau a little bit for a minute. Yeah. I think that like a need for a game like that is pretty large. I don't think there's... I think people have been annoyed about how big Assassin's Creed's are and how long they are, having a smaller one. It all, yeah, it's and, been pretty divisive. Yeah, in all kind of... Smaller in all ways would be really, really good. And then, see, but the thing about Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft is like the environments they create for these old places are like as good as it gets. Like you can't see it find a better model of Alexandria in Egypt. Like you can't find a better right. model of Boston. Yeah. Like they, they kill that. So it's like, you know, a smaller one would be good for us. Um, so hopefully that helps them out a little bit. Really, like selfishly, I just want them to make decent and good games. I don't think that's hard, too much to ask. I just think they're too thin. And they haven't adjusted to anything that's going on. Like, I think COVID really bit them over a barrel. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good point. Like you said, when we when we talked about it in our in our group text, that you know they release all these games that are, I mean, they're mid. To be honest, I mean, Far Cry Six. Um, they've 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 already canceled a couple of battle royales that Ghost Recon Frontlines. Uh, there's the what was that other, that other one that I hate, like Hyperscape or something mm-hmm. like that. It was terrible. They and uh, you know, Riders Republic was pretty. I mean, it was a cool game, but it was it was nowhere on the zeitgeist. You know, on the gaming zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Really, their biggest franchises are Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six, and The Division, probably. So uh, they've they've had to push back Prince of Persia how many ever times, Skull and Bones how many ever times. Like, there's just all these kind of red flags from them, right? And the weird thing is that a lot of the times their games appear to speak to me. Like they, they, they are good. They're games that interest me like Assassin's Creed Mirage. Very interested in that. I'm hoping to review it for, for gaming nexus potentially. So I'm excited about that one, but do I have like, am I, can I sit here and say, yeah, for sure. It's going to be awesome. 
no, based on my previous experience with their recent games in the last, you know, few years. So it's almost like, oh, Watch Dogs Legion was another one that was mid, but it's like they, I don't know that they listen to what people want per se. It's like they just keep, they've gotten to, into this rut where they just keep, and it's it's something that I fear that Sony's going to do too, where they just keep making the same game over and over. <laughs> like, how many Last of Us games can we make? Like, how many Uncharted's can we make? Like, I'm not saying give up on those entirely, but you also need to let your studios try new things that aren't a battle royale all the time. You know, that that's, that's a, in a lot of ways, that's a fad now. Like, we have the established, I'm not saying that nobody should try, but we have the established battle royales. And it's hard to dethrone those games as we talk about when we look at, you know, the top downloads of the month and stuff. Like, some, yeah, a game might, be number one ahead of Fortnite for a month, but then it just goes right back to the status quo. So don't put all your eggs in one basket is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. This definitely seems like seems like Ubisoft is in trouble. And one thing that I did not note here is that they also are expecting to cut two hundred million dollars in costs through reduce it through canceling projects and laying off staff or reducing staff in some way. So definitely not a good sign. And Maybe they're just trying to get lean for an acquisition, but I don't know who or, I mean, Tencent and, you know, might want to acquire them potentially, but I think we've already been through that. Didn't it? Wasn't, wasn't it last year that Tencent tried to acquire them and they blocked it or something like that? Or somebody did. I don't know. They seem like they're in a massive rut and I don't know what they can do to get themselves out of it per se. Number four. Sony announced the lineup of new titles joining the PlayStation Plus Extra and premium tiers this week. All of the new games will be available next week, or this week, I should say, on January 17th, and they are as follows. Back for Blood comes to PS4 and PS5. Dragon Ball Fighters comes to PS4. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition for PS5. Life is Strange Before the Storm for PS4. Life is Strange for PS4. Jet the Far Shore for PS4 and PS5. Just Cause 4 Reloaded for PS4. Omno for PS4. And Erica for PS4 as well. On the premium side of things, Siphon Filter or Siphon Filter 3, <laughs> as I have here, Star Wars Demolition and Hot Shots Golf 2 are all being added from the PlayStation 1 library. What do you uh, What do you think about this? Any, anything stand out to you? I think the PS4s are pretty good. I mean, you get Devil May Cry, Back for Blood. Seems Those are decent. Um, I remember people on my, playlist, on my friend list playing Dragon Ball Z a bunch. Um, Life is Strange, of course. Everybody knows that. Just, just for Cause 4. There's a lot there. I don't. I don't yeah. know what's what is Star Wars Demolition. I don't remember that one. Like I feel like I can see the cover art mm-hmm. in my mind, but I don't remember what that is. You know, of all the months we've gotten, this seems like it's a pretty good month. Like it might be one of the better months. So I was pleasantly surprised. And you know, we got three PS One games, which I was excited about. Just the fact that they're there. So <laughs> I feel like we're making yeah. some headway. Yeah, definitely. That blew me away. I couldn't believe we got PS One games, let alone you know some big ones. I mean, Siphon Filter, Hot Shots Golf. Uh, those are big franchises. It is funny to me that, I've, you know, there's this pattern where they just keep, like, we, we're slowly getting all the Siphon Filter games, which they've all been rated, so we know that's coming, right? But, like, we're not getting a whole lot of variety mm-hmm. in terms of what's coming to the premium library. We've already got the first Hot Shots Golf, I'm pretty sure. So, I don't know what the, what the pro. there's obviously some type of either problem with getting some of the larger titles onto this service and onto the system you know, behind the scenes or there's a reluctance. It's one of the two, you know, to do that. So I don't know what the plan is there for the premium, but I still maintain that the premium tier is not worthwhile. And I think extra is just fine. Speaking of extra, I think the games coming to extra are very good. Like you said, one of the better months, probably Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is big. One of the most well-regarded fighting games out there. I know Devil May Cry 5 is a big one. Life is Strange, very well-regarded big game um jet the far shore is a pretty recent game I think it came out last year that's how that's a that's a pretty good one a nice little indie game and then that's and back for blood which is a co-op first person shooter hopefully we can try out i've played it a little bit uh with jacob when i had peace or uh game pass on pc uh, last year when i was checking that out so it's uh it's pretty cool i think it's a game we would enjoy yeah so a decent little month number five Sony also revealed December's top downloads on the PlayStation Store this week on PS5. Number one was Modern Warfare 2, followed by 
FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Grand Theft Auto 5, Madden 23, The Callisto Protocol, God of War Ragnarok, Need for Speed Unbound, Elden Ring, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy 7 Reunion, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Gotham Knights, The Witcher 3, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Cyberpunk 2077, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and NHL 23, I'm sorry, NHL 23, Gran Turismo 7, and The Last of Us Part 1 at number 20 on PS5. Over on PS4, number one most downloaded game was also Modern Warfare 2, followed by FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Minecraft, GTA 5, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Last of Us Part 2, Madden 23, God of War Ragnarok, Need for Speed Heat, Ark Survival Evolved, God of War 3 Remastered, UFC 4, God of War 2018, A Way Out, NHL 23, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Elden Ring, Black Ops 3, and Star Wars Battlefront 2 at number 20 on PS4. In PSVR, nothing really changed at all, although that is going to be changing here very soon. And on free-to-play, there was nothing really noteworthy to report either. So. What do you think of the PS5 and PS4 most downloaded games for December? Uh, you know, FIFA being up there makes sense. It was on sale, so was 2K. So that you know, I expected those to be up there. Um, mm-hmm. Crisis Core is interesting, and I thought I thought Need for Speed Under Unbound was it's a good sign that it's up there. Um, I know it's got a lot of yeah. good ratings, so that's awesome for them. UFC Four on PS4 seems really out of place. Yeah, I agree. It's been there. It's been in and out of there for a long time. It is just totally weird there. Gotham Knights, I think that's interesting. I wondered how you know that game would do without Batman. Seems like it's it's okay there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, nothing too crazy. I know the Callisto Protocol is pretty short, so you know for it to be in the top six there, I think that's a, a big win for them. Yeah, I actually think that. I mean, I think all all things considered, yes, it is decent uh, in number six, considering what it's behind Madden, GTA, NBA, FIFA, Modern Warfare. But at the same time, I think that. In a way, also tells you how not it didn't do excellent. You know what I'm saying? It just did good, is what I would say. So I think yeah. that and that game came out December the second or something like that. So had the entire month and came in sixth. Uh, Unbound, which came out the first of November, is still hanging in there in the middle of the pack in December. I think it's pretty well for that. And then, of course, like always, we talk about Miles Morales, a game that's uh, over two years old at this point, hanging in there on both the PS5 and PS4 list. Uh, it's just incredible. That'll keep hanging around because like we talk about more and more people are getting their PS5s and that's one of the first games that they play obviously so just shows you how big that IP is for Sony to have the gaming rights to that Marvel's Midnight Suns not doing well at all that (laughs) game came out in December the second week or no I think that came out December the second also and it's what is that 15 uh for the month and so that's not good so not uh, not many people playing marvel's midnight suns ouch other than that nothing too crazy people on ps4 playing need for speed heat because they don't have need for speed unbound but yeah that's about it right number six we also have a bunch of news nuggets here as well travis feel free to jump in here first nugget website insider gaming reiterated this week that march 8th is the scheduled release of ps5 firmware version 7.0 which will bring full Discord integration to the system as well as cloud streaming for PS5 games, which will be available as part of the PlayStation Plus premium tiers, it is claimed. It's said that you'll be able to fully stream purchased PS5 titles rather than downloading them to your PS5 if you choose. A public beta of the of the new firmware is expected to take place any day now. Hmm, that's uh, interesting, I guess. You don't have to download a big old fat game like Call of Duty if you don't want to. You can stream it, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if that actually works. It won't work well for a game like Call of Duty. That's a bad example. But also the fact that streaming a game like that that's graphically intensive, like you're going to stream you're going to, to, to use a lot of data streaming games. I can tell you that from, you know, dabbling in Stadia. Like streaming games takes like I think with high like graphical settings, like twenty gigabytes an hour or something like that of data. It's fucking nuts. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see how it works for PlayStation. Also, PlayStation shared a new story trailer and details on PS5 features this week for the upcoming indie game season, a letter to the future if you're interested. And I believe that I am. Keep my eye on that one. (laughs) Website Video Games Chronicle reported that NVIDIA and Google have now expressed their concerns to the United States Federal Trade Commission over the Microsoft Activision deal, according to Bloomberg. It's worth noting, however, that NVIDIA did not outright oppose the acquisition. They rather just voiced concern. So we'll see what that means. 
That is. It doesn't yeah. bode well, that's for sure. Yeah, and NVIDIA didn't jump into this until people weren't buying their new thingies for PC. So maybe they <laughs> maybe they're oh, like, well, hell, hold on. <laughs> yeah, let's make a stink. So I don't know, man. I don't know if this thing will go through or not. I think it's the longer this goes on, the less chance I think this has of going through, which is which is crazy to sit here and say when they're you know, when the burst was announced, we really didn't think that there would be any opposition to this thing. Like no chance that it would not go through, I guess. We'll see. Next nugget, YouTuber Donkey's new game publishing label called Big Mode will bring side-scrolling Metroidvania Animal Well to market for their very first publishing partnership. Apple is preparing to enter the virtual reality ring with their new headset, which Bloomberg reports is releasing this fall, so a new competitor to PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. Frontier Development stock price plummeted over 40% this week, Travis, after the company announced a disappointing sales figures for F1 Manager 2022. Ooh. Yeah, you know, you got to make a game that works to the bottom line. So there's, it was a lot of glitches there. Yikes. Also, actor Simon Pegg, one of our favorites, was revealed to be playing Headmaster Phineas Nigelus Black in the upcoming Hogwarts Legacy. The rest of the cast was revealed as well, but nobody that I recognized. MechWarrior 5 developer Piranha Games is currently working on a new title in the series. Electronic Arts will remove the CPR touchdown celebration from Madden 23 after the recent cardiac event suffered by Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. It's better than adding in the injury animation. For sure. Also, new PlayStation 5 bundles were listed and then quickly taken down this week by Australian retailer EB Games. They were for both. They were they were for both the disc and digital versions, excuse me, of the new system or of the system, oh my god, I can't talk, but with one extra DualSense controller. A new PS5 firmware update dropped this week, adding support for the uh, the incoming DualSense Edge controller. Research done by analytics firm Ampere Analysis has claimed that in the UK, meaning the United Kingdom, 71% of PS5 owners say the system is their main console, while only 48% of Xbox Series X owners say it is their main console, indicating that PS5 owners typically only own the one system. And it's just an interesting little factoid about us PS5 owners. Yeah, that's weird, right? Mm, we don't need no fucking Xbox, do we? <laughs> no fucking Switch. <laughs> also, speaking further on the delay of Skull and Bones, Ubisoft said that we can expect a new release date for the pirate game, quote-unquote, very soon, and that they expect players to be, quote, positively surprised by its evolution, end quote, during an upcoming beta test that they plan to announce very soon as well. We'll, we'll mm. see about that. Yeah, doubt it. I mean, impressed isn't yeah. like what, like, you know, you, you teach a kid to make a layup, and before they couldn't, they couldn't do that. Yeah, like the game <laughs> runs without crashing, and before it yeah. did, it's like pretty low bar. I agree. In other Ubisoft news, the creative director of Assassin's Creed Mirage said that fan requests for a small scale, more intimate Assassin's Creed experience led to the creation of the game, which he added returns to the pillars of the series' very first game. They're saying Good. all the right things. Yeah, I mean, that makes me want to play it. Like, I, I have time for a smaller scale game. I don't have time for yeah. 50 to 100 hours. Yeah, there's, I agree. They're saying the right things. Uh, I think the game's $50, is what they've said when it launches. Also, the upcoming Hogwarts Legacy will have two graphical modes on PlayStation 5, the usual fidelity mode in 4K at 30 frames per second, and a 60 frames per second performance mode. It, it's only said to be targeting 60 frames, I should add. It will also support variable refresh rate for supported TVs. Horror film legend John Carpenter appears to have mistakenly outed the existence of a Dead Space film in a new interview with Variety. Carpenter was asked if there had been any movement on a Dead Space project after he previously said publicly publicly that he would love to make a film adaptation of the game. Carpenter responded by revealing he is of the understanding that another director is already involved in a Dead Space film. So... Weird that Carpenter, first of all, leaked a Dead Space game, and also <laughs> weird that John Carpenter is like an avid video game player. Yeah, I mean, but this is why you don't tell old people stuff. They, they, don't, they don't have a filter anymore. <laughs> they don't. They can't remember what they tell who. Next nugget. Website gamesindustry.biz reported that popular co-op shooter Deep Rock Galactic has now sold more than five and a half million copies since its launch in 2018. Nice. Web- Good for Deep Cock. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Website PushSquare reported that former developers at Playground Games, Electronic Arts, and Sumo Digital have all come together to form a new AAA studio in Leamington Spa, England called Maverick Games. Yes. The 
<laughs> the new team announced this week that they are developing a premium open world game for consoles and PC. Oculus VR founder Palmer Lucky stated on Twitter this week that that's, that sounds like a cigarette company. Stated on Twitter this week <laughs> that he recently got use uh, got to use the PlayStation VR two and was quote unquote blown away. Hmm. I'm very excited about PSVR two. Let's fucking go. <laughs> also, Spyro the Dragon will enjoy its 25th anniversary this year. And it appears that developer Toys for Bob is teasing a new game in the series in a new tweet this week. Toys for Bob is most known as the developer of the recent Crash Bandicoot games. Hmm. Final Fantasy XVI's retail marketing cycle has begun in Japan, indicating that its June 22nd release date appears to be locked in and ready to go. The DICE Awards released their list of nominees this week. Winners will be revealed on February 23rd, and the list includes a lot of PlayStation flavor, God of War Ragnarok was nominated for 12 awards, including Game of the Year. Horizon Forbidden West received eight nominations, including Game of the Year. Probably won't win any of those. While Gran Turismo 7 is up for Racing Game of the Year, and Stray was also nominated for Game of the Year as well. Why does the Stray thing annoy me so much? I just feel like I just feel like it's there because it's a novel. I don't think it's actually good. Did you play it? No, I don't need to play it. <laughs> it was okay so in fairness it in my opinion it was good but it's not game of the year good look i know heroin's bad i don't need to try it oh well okay yeah strays, strays is bad heroin. as heroin right yeah it down. strays is bad as heroin okay it's our first put merch that, yeah put that on the fucking twitter next nugget website playstation lifestyle reported that the ps5 liquid cooling fiasco that cropped up last week was all overblown after the website that reported the issue has now backtracked their report saying they had a, quote, critical misunderstanding on our end, end quote. Uh-huh. It was all for nothing. Although they said that it still could happen. They said it doesn't, I don't know. They, I don't think they know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, maybe it's just super rare, which is fine. But I mean, yeah, but maybe they sent over the mob and they like broke somebody's legs, which is what I hope happened. <laughs> the Sony mob. I mean, look at, look at them canceling the Microsoft Activision deal. So don't count them out. Yeah, I mean, they don't called, big... yeah, they called the Yakuza and they were like, all right. Also, recent release, the Callisto Protocol and developer striking distance allegedly left several staff members out of the game's credits. <laughs> Ouch. A new Forspoken cinematic trailer released this week and currently has more dislikes than likes on YouTube. <laughs> it is releasing on PS5 on January 24th. Oh, I love this. I don't know about that one. Yeah. I did not enjoy the demo of that game. I can tell you that. So, I don't know. It it feels firmly like a set. It feels like the most seven out of ten game I've ever played in my life. I think. <laughs> Website PlayStation Universe reported that the following games received update patches this week: PUBG, Apex Legends, One Piece Odyssey, NBA Two K Twenty Three, Tim FIFA Twenty Three, and Final Fantasy Fourteen. Video games outsold music and movies in the United Kingdom for the eleventh year in a row in two thousand twenty two. And over 80% of Horizon Forbidden West copies sold in the UK were actually not a part of the PS5 bundle, as had been suspected. So it was uh, it's standing on its own over in yeah. the UK in terms of sales. That's pretty cool. Like when you when you first yeah. started that and you said games outsold music and movies, I was like, that can't that has to be normalized. But then you said year 11, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Games are uh, here to stay. They're huge. Also, Dead by Daylight is set to lose the rights to Texas Chainsaws and Leatherface as Kentucky-based developer, shout out, Gun Games is preparing to release their Texas Chainsaw Massacre asymmetrical multiplayer horror game later this year. Oh, that sounds interesting, actually. Yeah, I've seen some, like a teaser trailer for it or something they put out. It looks not bad. Looks gory as fuck. I know that. <laughs> I mean, naturally. Also, upcoming boxing game Undisputed, this is that one we like, Travis, that renamed, will include former World Boxing Championship World heavyweight champion Frank Frank Bruno at launch. Excuse me. I don't it's know also going is. to launch. In, I don't either, but it's going to launch in early access on PC on January thirty first. So that's a very good sign. Right, it's a closer. Good sign. Yeah, look, I don't know who those people are, but I just want to throw punches in awesome, 100%. awesome HD that hopefully doesn't target sixty frames, but is a sixty frames. Mm. Mm. Next nugget: Final Fantasy sixteen producer Naoki Yoshida has warned gamers not to hold their breath for a PC release. Instead, suggesting that they should, quote-unquote, buy a PS5. Fair enough. Gran Turismo developer Polyphony Digital and their boss man, Kaz Yamauchi, revealed in a recent interview that it takes the studio around 270 days to create a single car from scratch for Gran Turismo 7. That seems seems not real, (laughs) but 
I mean, that would I mean, how long did it take him to make Gran Turismo? So, like, if we do the math, that was what I'm saying. You to look I at- guess if they have a hundred, I guess though, if they have a hundred people working on designing car, okay. So if they have like a hundred people designing cars, and it takes them almost a year, okay. It take them a year yeah. to do the cars, about the yeah. same to do the tracks. Then you're looking at the UI, about three or four years there. It makes sense. Yeah, that okay. That checks out. Also. Former Apple executive Ben King has joined PlayStation as its new senior vice president of a direct-to-consumer, where he will be in charge of the PlayStation Store, among other things. King was previously a quote-unquote service executive at Tim Apple's company. This I don't I don't I don't know whether this is a good thing or not because what this red screams to me is oh the PlayStation Store is going to become the Apple App Store, <laughs> right? And I don't fucking know, guys. I don't know. I guess we'll see can't believe you didn't laugh at my Tim Apple joke. Fuck. <laughs> also, website Gamatsu reported that publisher Bushy Road Games have announced RPG Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation Quest for Memories for PS4, but no release date was given. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot has teased the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai arc, whatever the fuck that is, as upcoming season past 2 DLC. Action RPG Yeez 9, Monstrum Knox, will launch on May 9th in North America and May 12th in the Europe. Management and dating simulation game Miracle Snack Shop will launch on PS4 on January 26th. Get ready for that. Yeah, the sequel will be just about Tinder. It'll be called Miracle Snatch Shop. <laughs> uh, publisher Nexon has announced Project DW, a Dungeon and Fighter open world action RPG for consoles, PC, and mobile. No release date was given, however. Rhythm action game Rhythm Sprout will launch for PS4 and PS5 on February 1st. Side-scrolling action roguelite platformer Blade Assault will launch March 31st for PS4 and PS5. And finally, Travis Gamatsu reported that sailing simulation RPG Sailing Era from Chinese developer GY Games was announced to be coming to PlayStation sometime this summer. That sounds so, terrible. Uh, interesting. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, goes to show you the difference in opinion between Travis and I's gaming taste. And that's also the end of the news for this week. Not terrible. Not terrible at all. And I'll kick it over to Travis now for this week's new game releases. I hate you. I don't know why you put some of these on here. Okay. I mean, they released. January the 10th, <laughs> Portal Dungeon Goblin Escape, <laughs> which is uh-huh. kind of awesome. Uh, the 11th, we have Children of Silent Town. Is it Silent Town or Silent Own? Silent Town, I think. Silent Town, okay. Crown of the Empire Around the World, which is very close to the band Crown the Empire, so there might be a lawsuit there. Yuppie uh-huh. Psycho Executive Edition, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's a corporate survival horror game. Is it really? Yeah, you survive in like some type of corporate building. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's interesting. On the 12th, we have Breakers Collection. Mm. We also have Burrow the Fallen Bear, a gay furry visual novel. Joe Burrow of the Fallen Bear, a gay furry visual novel. Chasing Static Mm. is the next one. Salamander County Public Television, which I would be (laughs) interested in if it was just Salamander Public Television. Uh-huh. Sue Ocean is the next one. Mm. Vengeful Guardian Moon Rider. Vengeful Guardian Dick Rider. Um, on the 13th, I have Aurora's Journey and the Pitiful Lackey. Oh, God. That sounds like an incel video game. We have Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> Kakarot, Dungeon Munchies, about smoking pot in the dungeon. And last, we <laughs> have One Piece Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, Japanese flavor this week in, in these releases. I, I'm i trying to think if there's anything here that's not. Uh, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider actually is getting very good reviews. It's a side-scrolling, like, like Metroidvania game. Let's see, One point one Piece Odyssey, that's a big one for all the anime nerds out there, as is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot getting its next-gen upgrade. Yeah, that's about all I can say about that. So, Anyway, that's all the new games this week. And uh, let's uh, start to wrap up a rather short show here, Travis, by discussing what we've been playing and uh, discussing anything we're looking forward to. What do you got? I played some Battlefield with Jacob. I'm still really digging the sniper from Battlefield 2 or 3, whatever it is. Um, it's so okay. satisfying because they've added that new, we talked about it the other day, but they added that new that new Range noise or whatever when you get a headshot, that whoosh thing. Oh. It's like really mm-hmm. satisfying. Um but yeah, that's a lot. It's been a blast. I've been playing around with um, 
um the what is it the a40 it's um it's a nice little thing i usually burst it um but i'm pretty accurate with that and i've been playing around with the v card too so having a good time there um you know i'm up and down on being consistent but it's been a good time lately um mm-hmm. i need to for some reason i got i got some awesome like rpg multi kills but it didn't save it for some reason like when i try to save the clip which is kind of annoying but i, I want to say we played call of duty but i don't remember anything about it so don't worry about that <laughs> i think we did and we actually did but i don't remember much about it either also this week oh i do remember one thing the night we played i kept getting care packages and they were all like uavs and counter uavs i remember that part because it pissed oh. me off because <laughs> sure. i had been using a different gun which i don't remember what that was either so great story oh the t the teacock or whatever it's called the t there were the TAVQ and then I attack. Yeah, the attack and then I got the uh the second receiver and that gun that gun was goaded on the second receiver. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't move. You get mm-hmm. it just there's no like kickback or recoil once you unlock a couple of the uh attachments. Yeah. I bought FIFA on sale. Mm-hmm. I did my uh typical Stevenage career mode, which I just played the first tournament. They had the new feature where you could play just the highlights or just the attacking moments and the problem with that on the career mode is when you're a league two team you get like two chances a game so you'll load into the game and if you miss the shot if you'll load back in you'll be down like three nothing because <laughs> your team's so bad right. so yeah it, it, yeah it you know it's, it's a pretty cool feature so um i'll probably keep using that because it'll, it'll keep me honest on um, how good my team actually is and then we started a co-op season with morocco oh yeah so i think oh yeah we played three, three or four games. We tired a game. Um, every game we've lost has been close. We haven't been destroyed. No. Just a few little things where we get lost sometimes on defense, and we still aren't very good at scoring. Like we kick it straight um, out of bounds completely on the slow motion camera, or um, like that. Like last night, I was trying to go far post, and I, was, and I used L1 R1 to do like the keep the ball low, and it always zooms in for the power shot. And I absolutely kicked it to the corner flag. You did hilarious. So that was pretty good. And then you lead the league in penalties. So I I give away a penalty kick every game so far, literally. <laughs> so so other than that, we're having a great time. Um, I'm not trying to fuck, yeah. I, but it's like you know we're playing Real Madrid or whoever. Yeah. And, PSG. We'll hold them scoreless and then they'll have a five minute run where Messi scores three straight goals and we lose three to two or something. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it's been going. But anyway, we've been having fun mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I forgot to put FIFA twenty three on my list, but I have been enjoying our time with Morocco and uh I'm sure we'll keep going with that. We'll figure it out eventually and uh get get better at it and figure out what we're doing. And it I in fairness, you this is the first time you've played it and in fairness to me, I've been I've taken a big sabbatical from that game. It's been a while between my uh since the last time I played it, so there's that. But yeah, we, like you said, we did play Modern Warfare 2 a little bit. Uh don't remember it a whole lot about that, but I do I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 2042 this week with uh both Jacob and you. And it's a wonderful game. I got my first couple of throwing knife kills, <laughs> which was which was great. And I have a clip I've been meaning to send to you guys. And uh, I got two back to back throwing knife kills. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun and uh, i one night i was using just like the new automatic shotgun and the crossbow and that was wonderful as well it's so satisfying to crossbow someone <laughs> uh, also satisfying to just blow somebody away with the shotgun and they just don't have a chance because you can just get so many shells off so quickly i meant to clip a game the other uh the other night too where i was using the like light tank that puts down like the the radar where you can parachute in or whatever and I was just doing work with that thing, but I forgot to clip it. What else here? I played more NBA 2K23. I've been playing a lot of that recently, like I said last week. And we've got a new season today that dropped today of content. I'm working on getting Gordon Hayward, a pink diamond Gordon Hayward, in the trophy case cabinet for the My Team stuff. Um, I have to do some like six or seven other like challenge things to get cards to unlock him for my all. Utah Jazz team, which really is all I want to do is play with the all Utah Jazz team uh, anyway. So I'm trying to get the best cards I possibly can for that. I also played some uh, World War Z with uh, Jacob. Um, it's 
getting ready to get a big PS5 upgrade on January 24th, I think. And they're going to add like the Horde Mode XL we've talked about, I think last week where they have like a thousand zombies on screen and whatnot. So he and I played a little bit of that uh, this week. And the last thing that I played is a game called Grease. I think that's how you say it. G-R-I-S. It just recently got a PS5 upgrade uh, back in December, right after the Game Awards. And let me tell you, that is a wonderful game. It is, I think, a masterpiece. I think it's a 10 out of 10. I was really surprised by it. It is only like a four, like a three, four hour game, maybe, maybe five at the most. And it's a side scrolling, sort of artsy fartsy kind of puzzle uh, game, story driven game. Very, very good. Uh, very good implementation of the dual sense. You have to play it with headphones because the music is amazing. And it's one of those games where, like, I, I thought about going back and getting the Platinum, but it's one of those games that I recommend just playing it one time, having your experience, and then, like, I, did, I didn't want to ruin, I didn't want to go back and, like, ruin anything, like, how, you know, what I thought about it when I was playing it, so I'm just going to leave it as is, not going to get the Platinum, just going to leave it as is, how I finished it, and just have that experience with it, which was amazing, which was fantastic. So, I highly recommend Grease. I recommend you stop playing whatever you're playing and go get it. I think it's like $17 on the PlayStation Store. Uh, you can actually get the PS4 version and get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. So, And I think the PS4 version actually is on sale for like $9 until the 19th of January. So I would highly, highly recommend that you check that out. It's wonderful. One of my favorite games that I've ever played. I think I'm going to put it in my top 10. God. Um, so yeah, if that tells you anything, it's wonderful. And uh, anyway, that's all that uh, you've been playing, all that I've been playing, all that we've been playing. So we'll get out of here now, and we hope you enjoyed the show. It's much quicker than last week when we had like three weeks of news to cram in here, so we're uh, fortunate for that. And uh, if you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast service or the YouTube to get a new episode delivered to you every Monday. We would also be very appreciative of a rating or review on your podcast service. Uh, stars, hearts, thumbs up, all of those things are very helpful. Uh, likes on YouTube, comments on YouTube, of course. But uh, most of all, we would really like it if you would share us with a friend or loved one who you think might enjoy our show, where they can get all of the week's PlayStation news in less than 90 minutes. Please share us. Sharing is caring, as they say. Uh, also, please find us on social media, Twitter, at the Sense Pod, Instagram, Facebook, our blog, thedualsensepodcast.wordpress.com. Find us and chat with us. Would love to hear from you and talk PlayStation, as several of you do. We very much appreciate that. So we'll get out of here now. Take care. Have a great week. We'll talk at you next time. Bye-bye.